We hope that your week is going great. Thanks for tuning in to the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. This week, we're gonna continue our series in Ron Brown's Leadership Devotionals. This was recorded in October 2019 with Ron Brown's leadership team. And this message is titled, Going After the One. Listen in. Uh, today, I'm gonna to share a short devotional from John chapter four, uh, verses 34 through 42. Um, this is a familiar passage of scripture that uh, includes the encounter that Jesus had with the woman at the well. But I want to read starting in verse number 34. It says, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are ready white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two more days. And many more believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Uh, I, I love this story uh, of the encounter uh, of the woman at the well with Jesus. You remember the story. He began to talk to her, and he began to prophetically minister his grace to her um, and told her about her life, but not in a condemning way, but in a way that he said he wanted to release her and give her this living water. And this living water, he spoke concerning the Holy Spirit. And she was so elated that she literally became the first evangelist uh, to go back and win her entire city uh, for the Lord by sharing her testimony. Sharing a testimony of God's goodness and grace is so extremely important. Um, and I know that we teach our students here at Teen Challenge to share their testimony and the impact of those words of God's grace in their lives where he did not condemn them because of their addiction, but he released them and set them free, and they're able to go share that victory with others brings many people into faith so that they can receive Christ also. So what a great joy that God has given us this ministry to serve in. Um, in verse 36, Jesus said, he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. There is a powerful unity created when the servants of the Lord work together to gather the fruit of eternal life. And that's really what the ministry is all about, is gathering fruit for eternal life. Ours is not a message of the temple. Yes, God will help us in the temple. He'll answer all these prayers that we just prayed for today. Um, and thank God for that. But one day, we're all going to have that appointment to go see Jesus. But when we share the gospel and people come to know the Lord, there is an eternal <laughs> reaping, this fruit of eternal life 
uh, that God has called us to. This is the best kind of harvest. It's a lasting harvest. It is an eternal harvest. Can someone say amen? amen? It takes many more workers to gather a harvest than to sow into one. I grew up on a farm and, and you know, you would have a, a tractor or one person that would plant the seeds. But when the harvest came, there was a whole lot of field workers that had to go out there and gather the fruit in. Uh, we didn't have a lot of the machinery now that gathers a lot of the things from the fields. It was all done by hands, and we still have a lot of migrant workers who work this way. But I grew up working this way. Uh, all of my life, all of my teenage years, up until I graduated from high school, I worked out in the field. And so they would go around the community, and they would load up anybody that had healthy hands, come, let's gather the fruit. And so it takes a whole lot more folks to gather than to sow. Uh, and so, uh, and also the harvest of eternal life when the gospel is preached, it doesn't take four months. It's instantaneous. Mm -hmm, yeah. You preach the gospel and the word mixed with faith and with the power of the Holy Spirit goes into a heart and people are born again immediately. And now they need someone to pastor them. They need someone to disciple them. And so the harvest really is plentiful and the laborers a few. Uh, so there's no room because when Jesus said this uh, in verse number 36, he who receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who, re who reaps may rejoice together, there's no room for jealousy or competition um, uh, or, or comparing ourselves to ourselves or for pride to enter into the work of the kingdom. Uh, but through a humble heart, each one serving, doing their own part, can rejoice together over what God has done because we sow the seed, but God is the one who gives the increase. First Corinthians chapter three, verse six, uh, the apostle Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Uh, so then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field. You are God's building. Hallelujah. And I think about the New Life expansion as we begin to advance Teen Challenge into more and more communities. Let us pray now that the Lord of the harvest will give us more harvest workers to serve with us in those places that he's calling us to. Uh, because when the word goes forth, many will come to know the Lord. Well, I got one amen. I said, when the word goes forth, many will come to know the Lord. Hallelujah. Just like Jesus spoke that word. And this entire village came to see this one who ministered to this woman at the well. When we go into these places and we share the word, many will come to know the Lord. And so we're going to need many kingdom workers and field laborers uh, that will work with these folks that come to the Lord. So we're going to build a powerful network with the churches and the people who are already discipling in those communities. And we will also bring some of our folks with us that are in waiting that God has already been preparing to serve with us. But I look forward to seeing what all God would do. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38, it says that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest that he will send out more laborers into the fields. Uh, and so I, I want to encourage us to pray that God will send forth more laborers, that we will see the harvest and understand that God is doing a quick work. Uh, we, it doesn't take four months 
for the seed of God's word to go into a heart and to produce a harvest. And so I look forward to seeing what all God is going to do. And I close with this in Matthew chapter 13, verse 3. It says, Then Jesus spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. Um, and he talked about the seed falling on good ground and on thorny ground and on hard ground. Uh, my prayer is that the word of God will find good ground in all the places that we go. Um, and when we look and see that in the natural, it takes four months to reap a harvest from a seed that is sown at the right time with proper conditions and careful tending, it will produce a harvest of righteousness in a very, very short order. So our spiritual harvest is from a word that is spoken in season under the anointing mixed with faith, empowered by revelation, and into a heart that is ready to receive. Let's pray that way, that when we go, that our ministers, as the Bible says that God makes his ministers a flame of fire, uh, that when we go with the fire of God's word, that we will speak a word in season, under the anointing, mixed with faith, empowered by revelation from the Holy Spirit, into hearts that are ready to receive. That's what we experienced at the Arise Crusade when Nikki Cruz was with us uh, last weekend. And, and I believe that this is what God is going to do for us as we continue to go forth. Uh, it's not about us. It's about him. And it's about his harvest and about his eternal life that he is birthing into the hearts of those he's called to serve. I'm excited. I, I said recently that this was the season of evangelism. Uh, I really want to take that back and say this is a season of the harvest <laughs> because if we focus on evangelism and we don't focus on the harvest then our focus is wrong uh, but the evangelism should be a byproduct of our relationship with God we're all called to be evangelists so we should always be sharing the word of, of the Lord but I really believe that this is a season of an abundant and great harvest that God is bringing to the earth and we get a chance to be a part of it so evangelists, arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, and now let us co-labor with God in this harvest that he has brought to the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. God bless you. Uh, amen. This is a great season of heart. I've, I've just been meditating on that so much in the last uh, few months. Um, as you look around the earth and you see things getting darker and darker and the difficulties that are on the earth, people are looking for solutions. They are looking for answers. They're looking for the word of God that is in us. And so if we go out and sow that word, God will take that word just like he did with this woman at the well. And he will miraculously birth faith in the people. Uh, and so I think many times as the, as the people of God, we hesitate and we hold back and we second guess uh, our approach to the work of the kingdom as to whether people are ready to receive. Don't qualify people to receive the word of God. When we begin to qualify people based on external kind of things, you know, Jesus could have did that. He could say, well, this is a Samaritan woman. You know, the Jews don't even deal with Samaritans. And if he'd have started qualifying who he shared with based on externals, maybe he never would have had this encounter with the woman at the well. So we don't look at the external. We say the gospel is for whosoever. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For God so loved the world. 
he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so the world is waiting for the witness of the word of God, empowered by the spirit of God through those who are ready to share uh, the good news that Jesus has eternal life available for all. People are ready to hear that, whether they're in Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Russia, China, United States, Brazil, Mexico, wherever they are, they are waiting to hear the gospel. But if we begin to look on the externals and look at the the, 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 the national borders and begin to look at political dynamics and let that inform us, we will stop short of sharing the faith and sowing that seed that God wants to bring in an abundant, abundant harvest from every tribe, from every nation, from every language. They were before the throne of God in the revelation of Jesus Christ uh, from the word of God. And so we want to make sure that we're doing our part to see that heaven is populated with all those tribes and all those kingdoms and all those languages. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what all God will do as we step out in this new endeavor. Yes. And remember, New Life Expansion is not about opening up new teen challenge centers. It's about going to get the one lost sheep. Amen. It's about evangelism. It's about lives being transformed by the power of the gospel. Never lose sight of that. That is our, that's why I'm excited about it. You know, I'm excited not just to go and uh, say, hey, come join us to raise up some other work. But I'm excited because people are going to hear the gospel. Yeah. They're going to be born again. There will be an eternal harvest of righteousness from all these communities that we go through. And there will be great joy and rejoicing in heaven over all those who repent and come to the knowledge of the Lord. And if we keep that forefront, then we will not lack in passion. We will not lack in enthusiasm. We will not lack in any good thing when we recognize and keep our eye on the prize of the upward call that is in Christ Jesus. And that upward call is to bring the gospel to the lost. If we ever lose sight of that, if that ever gets old hat, if that ever gets boring, then we need to find somewhere else to be because this is what God has called us to be. It is about people coming to know Jesus. Hallelujah. They need to know Jesus. He forgave us of our sin. He delivered us. He set us free. He healed us and he gave us eternal life. And that's why we're in the ministry. And then he saw fit to call us and place us in the ministry. Oh, how grateful we are for what the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords has done. And now we will take this grace. We will take this passion. We will take this good news into other communities and see many more families transformed by the power of the word of God that goes forth with with power and demonstration from the Holy Spirit. So love you. It's a joy to serve and it's an honor to be a part of God's kingdom at this season in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Any thoughts about that? I'm, I'm just excited about Jesus. When I saw those people at that altar last weekend when Nikki was here, I was just so amazed. I mean, the altars were packed with people coming to, to be touched by God and calling on the name of the Lord. And I tell you, I just was like, I was in awe of the goodness of God. And it did not take four months for there to be a production of eternal life. It happened immediately when the word of God went forth with power. People were born again and they came to know the Lord. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Amen. So Lord, give us more laborers for the harvest because when they come forth, Someone has to disciple them. And so we need more people 
to gather in the harvest that the Lord is bringing forth in this hour. So thank you for being saying yes to the Lord and being a part of God's kingdom at this season. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.